Uh, Romans chapter 5 and verse 1. Therefore, being justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ, by whom also we have access by faith into this grace wherein we stand and rejoice in hope of the glory of God. Amen. Uh, if I had to title this, it would just be Access. Access. Uh, these two verses is a summary or a conclusion of what happened in the previous chapter, chapter 4. And uh, it talks about Jesus is our only way to justification. And justification is not just the pardoning of your sins, but it's reconciliation with God. Uh, and then we come to verse 2 where it says, We have access into this amazing grace by our faith in Jesus Christ and what he had accomplished. This reminds me of uh, Ephesians chapter 2, verse 18, where it says, For through him, speaking of Christ, we both have access by one spirit unto the Father. Hebrews chapter 10, verse 19 says, Having therefore, brethren, boldness to enter into the holiest by the blood of Jesus, by a new and living way, which he hath consecrated for us through the veil, that is to say, his flesh. And I just want to pause right here and just ask the crowd tonight, is anyone thankful for the work that Jesus did? Is anyone thankful for the cross? Is anyone thankful for the spirit that we have today? Amen. I know that I am. It's through the work of the cross that we have access to such amazing grace and to the spirit of God. And uh, I feel that God has been trying to communicate some uh, things to the student body, and specifically more myself this, uh, this year and this semester. One of those things being God is faithful. In the wake of the pandemic and, you know, maybe financial uh, unknowns and you don't know what the future is going to bring, God is still faithful. And I just want to lay that theme out tonight because I don't know what anyone's going in, what anyone might be going through in this room tonight, but you can hold to the one truth that God is faithful and he will never leave you. The second theme that I feel that God has been trying to work with me is, uh, is that he's coming back soon. Not only that, but he wants to reach those that are not in the body just yet. He wants us to go out and to be laborers in his harvest. In many sermons and classes this semester, I found that God is trying to get me to focus on what really matters. You know, I'm a senior this year. I've been through the classes. You know, I've been through the stages, freshman, sophomore, junior. And, you know, at different times, I thought some things were really the most important. But I've come to my senior year to realize that there's nothing more important that I can do than to realize that there are people that are lost. There are people that need to be saved. And we are running out of time. I'm grateful and I'm thankful, like I said earlier, to have access and justification with God. But what about those that don't? What about those that don't know the fact that God is faithful? How are they handling this pandemic? How are they handling financial unknowns? What about those that have never heard about the love of God? They never heard John 3.16 or Acts 2.38. They don't know whether there is such a heaven or a hell. What about those people? And I feel that God has been pulling at my heart and he's been trying to get this into my spirit because we are running out of time. How will they hear without a preacher? I just want to say this is not the place where most of the preaching of your life happens. It's when you're on your job on Monday and on Tuesday on Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, when you think no one else is watching, someone is watching. I just want to tell a small uh, personal illustration, excuse that, but it was a few weeks ago I was at my job and uh, just having small talk with one of my supervisors, and that normally goes about the weather, then politics, and how crazy this world is. 
But then it took a turn that I wasn't expecting. Um, he said, you know, I'm a believer like you, and I'm just thankful that we both know where we're going. And it took me off guard because uh, religion isn't normally a popular topic in, a, in the workplace. And I said, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I wish and I, I regret the fact that I didn't look him back and say, how do you know you're going to heaven? Because I personally know, according to this book, he's not, he's not going to make it. But he has, this false, he has this false hope that, yes, there is a heaven. He knows about that, but he's not living the lifestyle that he needs to in order to get there. And there's people all over this city and all over this world that think that they're going, but in reality, they are not. And we have to be the people to spread the news. Jesus is coming back and you have to live a certain way in order to make it. The verse that I read back in Hebrews talked about how when Jesus, uh, his flesh was the veil that released the spirit of God. You know, it was through the cross and through the crucifixion and when he raised again that we have access to the spirit. And I just want to say for myself, I have to get this veil out of the way because in my heart is the spirit of the living God. But when I walk, you know, through the streets or when I look at my coworkers, what do they see? Do they see my flesh or do they see the spirit of the living God? And I just want to challenge and encourage us tonight. I know Thanksgiving and Christmas is coming, but when you're with your families, don't veil the spirit of God. When you're walking through the store, don't veil the spirit of God. Don't let your flesh cover up the grace and the mighty power of God that is in your heart. I just want to leave you with this last phrase. You may be the only Christian they meet, the only Bible that they will read, or the only Jesus that they will see. Let them experience Jesus through you. Thank you, Calvary.